hey what's up y'all um yeah welcome to my first episode of my first podcast i've been really wanting to do this for like hella long and um it's like that one tweet that's like hey guys you want to start a band but like the new age for like let's starting a band is hey let's start a podcast um but yeah like i want to start this because i feel like i i know a lot of dope people and i feel like their experiences need to be heard and like a lot of people that i surround myself with they do a lot of different really important things that are really dope um so it's just that is something why i've been wanting to do this um but this first episode here is just going to be about my story and my experience um coming out and when i came out it was because i saw a tumblr post and that made me want to come out and like i felt safe and like supported so this is kind of just me in like a way of like paying that forward and i just want somebody else to like hear this and like hopefully this may help them and yeah so i came out in middle school but i honestly already knew in third grade and that's just because i like really knew that i liked this one girl but i was in third grade so i was super confused so i let it go and then in fourth to sixth grade that's when i started realizing like yeah i I like girls um the first person i ever came out to um was is one of my really good friends tanya and she just set the tone and the expectation for me um in terms of like the respect love and support that i should have um and nothing less nothing less than what she gave me because um of who i am like that's you know that's stupid and then i came out to my mom and i was just like the way that i came out to her was like hey you remember that one time you snooped through all my letters um yeah you're right i'm i'm gay um which is funny because like i was actually like secretly in love with my best friend at the time and my mom was like reading those letters and it was like super dramatic but um shortly after that i ended up confessing my feelings to my best friend um and it turned out pretty okay like it took a while for her to process it but then pretty much we ended up going into like a long distance um low-key relationship and i think that's when i started realizing like that's the problem like being low-key was just something that i couldn't do because i had already came out and i still felt like i wasn't living like myself like my full truth and so that ended and then pretty much like i was just dating people with the same situation like it was all low-key but then one time i think um yeah the the time that i did date someone that i was already out with their family like that was a breath of fresh air and it just helped me like come out of the shadows still and like even though i was out already it just still felt like you know that was like it was nice like it was nice to be finally seen and like people were supporting me um for being who i wanted to be so that was cool i'm not gonna sit here and act like and sugarcoat pretty much my situation because there are times it sucked um i was dating someone or i was seeing someone and their parents found out and we were obviously in a low-key relationship as well and their parent found out and came straight to my face like in person which is like i don't want you to talk to my daughter leave her alone um you're not allowed to talk to her and that was just honestly like devastating to me at that time and it just it was a reality check and because everything up until that point was just super smooth so it was just kind of like well fuck like fuck 
Uh, but yeah, so that sucked a lot. Um, but the person that I was seeing at the time did a really good job of like making sure like I was still okay, and that like I, like it was known that I was still supported by her. Um, clearly it didn't work out, obviously, but I do. Um, I am grateful for that situation um, because that was much needed, to be quite honest. So. In terms of, like, happy endings, I guess you could say, um, my last relationship, we were together since senior year, and we broke up last year, so it was, it was a long time, and I was their first girlfriend, and they had to come out to their family, so it was a learning experience, really, and then during that time, like, these couple years that we were together, like, they were struggling with finding their identity, and I didn't make, like, it made me realize, I don't feel like it didn't make me realize until, like, after, but, like, I didn't have, like, I didn't know how to, like, what my identity was, or I thought I was, or I thought I did, I mean, um, so, like, it made me think a lot, because people would be, like, how do you identify yourself, or, like, like, what's your label, or whatever, obviously, you don't have to explain yourself, but I think it wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until Chelloman's TED Talk that, like, he was talking about what genderqueer means, like the definition, and I'm just going to read you guys the definition real quick. Um, a person who does not subscribe to conventional gender distinctions, but identifies with neither both or a combination of male and female genders. And it wasn't until then I watched that and I was like, that's me. Because I present myself more masculine, um, but I still have feminine traits in me and I don't want to get rid of that because I feel like that makes me who like that makes me me and it's like I don't have a problem with people thinking that like I could be girly or like I could be sassy I for sure could be sassy and like I'm okay with that but what does bother me and which I just recently figured out it's like when people ask me what my pro preferred pronouns are I didn't know and I realized that at work some customers will say like oh he helped me and it kind of like rubbed me in a weird way and so I've come to a conclusion it's just really like my preferred pronouns are she her or like they them like that's something safe that you can always go with um I feel like people are really scared to ask that question like what are your preferred pronouns so if you're if you're scared or like you don't know um just always go with they them it's it's more it's 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 safe um but yeah like ask and then that's the thing too like with me like even though I'm part of like the community like the LGBTQ community I there's a lot for me to learn and I needed to hold myself accountable for a lot of those things so it's like I want to do better and like that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast but yeah so I I would say that I I identify as genderqueer and what's cool is um last year in pride um me and my friends wore the colors of what we represent um for the flags and um the genderqueer flag is actually green white and purple so i wore like green shorts and a purple t-shirt with like white uh, lettering on it so that was pretty cool um yeah i mean that's that's something that i've never really like talked about either <laughs> I'm not on no games, well baby I've been peeping and you ain't been the same life.
there's um this one thing i want to end on um i have this thing called uh body dysphoria dysphoria or dysmorphia fuck i think it's dysphoria correct me if i'm wrong i'm sorry if this is all bad but um i don't feel comfortable in my chest area um ever since like as a little kid like i always had like really big boobs (laughs) and i'm just super like pretty much like i think i think the whole time i always thought something was like wrong with my body but it's really just my chest like that's the one thing that makes me most uncomfortable and to be honest with you like people are just really clueless about this stuff and i kind of just dismiss it and i don't like when people like comment on like see that's the thing like i don't like when they comment about my boobs and i think it's because it makes me more feminine because i present myself more masculine but i don't care like as like in a personality trait but in terms of like physical view of my myself i want it to be more masculine so that's something that i'm like super uncomfortable with um a lot of the times like if i'm if when i did work out um I didn't like to do certain activities and it's because I have really big boobs (laughs) so it's like it makes me uncomfortable and it makes me feel some type of way in terms of like not being happy with who I am in this body um not in the terms of like wanting to be trans masculine but just really not liking that physical feature of myself um but yeah that's something I've been working towards to save up and get um top surgery it's super expensive and it's kind of scary because I've never had surgery in my entire life so that's something that would be really big I am going to be throwing away I saw this tweet um on Insta or not yeah on Twitter and it was like I saw this tweet and it was just like I'm going to be throwing a goodbye party for my titties and I was like yo I'm gonna do the same shit so everyone's invited to my going going away party for my boobs when that happens and yeah I think I'm going to end every podcast with um, a quote. And this one has kind of been on my mirror for a long time now. And I think it's kind of um, suiting for this one. But it says, be grateful for what you have now. Um, I think we're always caught up in a lot of stuff. And we don't take the time to sit back and just be grateful and celebrate the small things in life. Um, Especially talking about all this stuff. Uh, I'm super grateful for the life that I have and all experiences I've got to experience um obviously i'm going to continue to learn i'm pretty young so um and when i do learn i want to share that with other people and that's why i wanted to do this podcast so yeah.